Here is the closing Schwab market update for Monday, July 24th. U.S. stocks rose at the start of a potentially consequential week for markets and the economy as investors prepared for some major corporate earnings releases and a much-anticipated meeting by the Federal Reserve's Interest Rate Committee. Gains were fairly broad-based Monday, with the S&P 500 index, blue-chip Dow Jones Industrial Average, tech-heavy Nasdaq Composite, and small-company-focused Russell 2000 all moving higher. Earnings season was about 20% complete as of Friday's close, with 79% of S&P 500 companies beating Wall Street's earnings expectations. About 61% surpassed revenue expectations, FactSet says, which is light historically. Earnings will kick off in a big way with Google parent Alphabet and Microsoft reporting Tuesday afternoon, while Facebook parent Meta Platforms will follow late Wednesday. The conclusion of the Fed's two-day meeting Wednesday also looms large. The question of whether there will be another interest rate hike seems settled in investment. The question of whether there will be another interest rate hike seems settled in investors' minds, at least, with a CME FedWatch tool showing a nearly 99% probability of another quarter-point increase on Wednesday. Investors are currently placing pretty high odds that that will be the last one this year. Could that be risky? Sentiment looks frothy heading into a decisive week, says Schwab senior investment strategist Kevin Gordon. A collection of sentiment indicators we track has pushed into the excessive optimism zone, which means stocks are vulnerable should a negative catalyst rise. He adds between earnings, the Fed, and this week's economic data, there is enough potential for a negative catalyst to dent the rally. Here is where the major benchmarks ended for the day. The S&P 500 index was up 18 points, or 0.4%, at 4,554.64. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 184 points, or 0.5%, at 35,411.24. And the NASDAQ Composite was up 26 points, or 0.2%, at 14,058.87. The 10-year Treasury note yield was up about three basis points at 3.87%, and SIBO's volatility index, or the VIX, was up 0.29 of a point at 13.89. Energy was the strongest sector Monday as crude oil futures added to their recent rally with another 2.3% rise to end near $79 per barrel. Financials were also higher while utilities and healthcare lagged. As far as stocks on the move, AMC Entertainment jumped nearly 35% after a judge struck down a planned stock conversion that would have diluted existing shareholders' holdings. A strong weekend for movie ticket sales also helped. American Express declined another 1.6% after a Piper Sandler analyst downgraded the stock Monday because of concerns that the return of student loans could hurt the credit card company. Domino's Pizza ended about 0.3% lower despite reporting higher-than-expected profit for the second quarter as same-store U.S. sales inched down 0.1% from the year before. Mattel bounced about 1.5% higher thanks to the success of the Barbie movie, which debuted in theaters Friday. Analysts are forecasting a surge in revenue for the toy maker from merchandise and licensing deals.
Shopify was up about 4% after an analyst at SVB Moffat Nathanson upgraded the Canada-based e-commerce company shares because of the potential for the company's premium services and the sale of its fulfillment network in June. And Tesla rose 3%, shaking off a downgrade by a UBS analyst who nevertheless also raised his price target for the company's stock. The electric car maker's shares are up nearly 150% so far this year, thanks to record sales, deals to share its charging network with other car companies, and excitement about artificial intelligence. While Alphabet, Meta, and Microsoft will be in the spotlight, given their outsized role pushing the benchmark indexes higher this year, they aren't the only companies slated to report this week. About 850 U.S. companies are on tap. Among them, General Electric, Visa, Chipotle Mexican Grill, Boeing, and General Motors. Kevin says the second quarter earnings season is all about profit margins. The focus on profit margins will remain acute this year, especially because unit labor costs are still growing incredibly fast and productivity is sagging, he says. Companies can only rely on price hikes for so long until the issues of labor costs start to eat away at margins. That will be the main focus this earnings season, and it will likely be a source of stock price weakness for companies who are exposed. And then there's the Fed. Key to watch will be the wording of the Fed's post-meeting statement. If bank officials leave the wording unchanged, that could mean they're effectively leaving the door open to another increase this year, in addition to the one expected on Wednesday. Such an increase would bring the central bank's target range to its previously projected peak range of between 5.5% and 5.75%. It's now 5% to 5.25%. Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, says despite what the market seems to expect, the Fed will likely keep the option open for another rate hike since inflation is still well above target. In June, the Consumer Price Index increased at an annual rate of 3%, and while that's a big improvement from the 9% gains of last summer, it's still above the Fed's long-term target rate of 2%. The big question is, is policy restrictive enough to hit the 2% inflation target, Kathy says? Markets seem to believe it is. The yield curve is still inverted with the market discounting rate cuts within the next six months. Credit is tightening with higher delinquency rates on auto loans, credit card payments, and rising bankruptcies. Business financing for small to medium-sized firms is getting difficult to obtain and expensive. She adds, but the majority of officials at the Fed appear concerned that the labor market is too tight and will make inflation persistent. Then again, a handful of Fed officials have signaled the policy may be restrictive enough, given the lag time between rate hikes and the impact on the economy. The most important indicators in the short term, according to Kathy, are the unemployment rate and wage gains. Fed Chair Jerome Powell is going to have to weave a narrative of a central bank hoping for a soft landing, but willing to risk a recession to get inflation down, she says. Investors should also watch out Friday for the release of the Bureau of Economic Analysis' June report on the Personal Consumption Expenditures Price Index. This is the Fed's preferred measure of inflation. Other data updates scheduled for this week include June new home sales on Wednesday, 
The first estimate of second quarter gross domestic product, June pending home sales, and June durable orders Thursday, and June personal spending, June personal income, and the University of Michigan's final consumer sentiment report for July on Friday.